This is the Catalyst Podcast, Food for the Journey. Season 5, Episode 8. Loving Leadership, Part 2. Grow and Develop. Hi, I'm Michael. Welcome back to the Catalyst Podcast. So I hope you've been enjoying the new episodes where I've been looking at my new book, Loving Leadership, and expanding and exploring and supporting the content of the book in the following episodes. So we're going to carry on with this today in chapter two. And before we do, I'd like to say a massive thank you as always to our sponsor for the Catalyst podcast, the Masterclass Sessions. I love the Masterclass Sessions. I go there every month and I listen to incredible speakers and they give these incredible masterclasses. And if you just send me a quick email to michael at catalyst.co.uk or send me a quick comment on social media about something you're enjoying from these episodes, you'll get entered into a draw and you'll get a chance to win an entire year's subscription to the Masterclass episodes, which includes the options to look back on over two years of all the recordings, over 24 recordings, for free, completely free, thanks to Steve Gaston and the Masterclass Sessions. So click on the link in the show notes, check out the Masterclass Sessions. They're really cool and they'll help you to grow and develop, certainly. So in the last episode, we looked at saying, so I've got a new book out and this is my framework for leadership and it comes from love. And specifically, there are six practices that we are looking at that create a framework that you can use for yourself as a loving leader to help to love yourself and other people and have that be the bedrock of your leadership. We called it, you know, the resource that never runs out love. It's incredible. And we're going to carry on with that today. And chapter two is all about committing to growing and developing because it's all good saying to somebody or to yourself, oh, I love you or I love myself and not doing anything or just carrying on doing the old things you used to do. The speed of change and the speed of people's needs can just change in an instant, can't they? You've got somebody and they need something from you and you think, wow, I can't do that or I don't have those skills or I'm not able to facilitate that solution, or I might be able to, but I need to work on myself, or I need to ask somebody else. And that is why I make the point that we need to commit to growing and developing ourselves consistently and growing and developing others consistently. So what we're going to do, if you listen to the last episode, is I'm not going to repeat any of the material from the book, because that spoils the book. And also, it's not giving you value in this podcast. What I thought is a better thing to do is to come up with some complementary things, some things that you think, yeah, oh, that's an, that's the same kind of topic and I can carry on or I can go deeper. Or you might have already read the book and you understand the idea and you want some extras to implement. So I got you. Let's go for it. <laughs> so growing and developing, I've had a few years on the planet now and I've realised that the love I have for my family, my friends, my clients, for my dog, it grows, it develops. So if you are a parent, that the love that you have for your children is always there, but it grows, doesn't it? And you express it in different ways when they're five to when they're 18 to when they're 40. My dog, Kochi, is over, he's three and a half now. And I used to love him when he was young and tiny, but he's not young and tiny anymore. He's still young. He's massive. And so my love for him, I have to be aware when he jumps on me, he's heavy, you know? So I've had to develop myself and understand how to deal with the fact he's strong, you know, and, and all these things. So my love for him has developed and grown. And if you're a parent, even if you're not, you know, you've had parents, you understand that love needs to grow. It needs to develop. It can't just stay static. 
So I want to give you five different ways that you can grow and develop yourself and grow and develop your love and grow and develop your people. So they're five completely different ways because we're all different, aren't we? And your love and your leadership and how you are as a person can be expressed in a very different way to me, which is great. And that's what our world needs, that wonderful diversity. And so before we start on the five, I just recommend, there's a little phrase I came up with once when I was creating this model for motivation. And if you imagine that you have a fire inside you, like a motivational fire, if you think that everything can fuel that fire, meaning everything is just fuel for that fire, good, bad, happy, strange, weird, ugly, whatever, just stick it on the fire, it'll burn. Well, if you're committed, truly committed to growing and developing yourself to your highest potential, do the same thing. Be open to that and think, whatever happens today, whatever happens in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the painful, the superfluous, I'm going to take it and I'm going to use it and I'm going to grow through it and I'm going to develop myself. It's not random stuff happening. It's not bad stuff being done to me and I'm a victim. These are things where I'm going to grow through them and I'm going to develop myself as best I can. I recommend if you keep an open mind and use that as kind of a mantra in these five areas that we're talking about today, um, it can really be helpful. It's something I've really embraced as I've run my own business, that everything that happens, I'm going to use it, I'm going to grow, and I'm going to develop through it. So here's a nice, easy one uh, to start with. It's some self-reflection. I'm a big fan of self-reflection. It's very powerful because self-reflection, including the name, is not somebody else imposing their thoughts on you. It's you taking some time, like with these podcasts, to go, hmm, How's things going? So here are five questions that you can ask yourself with anything you're learning. So take anything you're learning at the moment. It could be something in your job, something in your relationship, a hobby that you're doing, a situation you're going through. Just pick it, right? Get it in your mind. And let's go through five questions. So first question, what is it that you're learning right now? So I use myself as an example. So what am I learning right now consistently? Business. (laughs) I've been learning it for about five years and I'm learning it into my sixth year. So what are you learning? Second thing is, why are you learning it? Well, for me, I figured out that if I want to help as many people as deeply as I can, the best way is to form a business. You get access to people and you can try and help them. So think about yourself. What are you learning? Why are you learning it? Are you having to? Is it being forced upon you? Is it something you like to do? Is it something that's part of who you are? Is it something where a situation has changed and you've, been, you've had to kind of respond and that's why you're learning it? Is it because you love it? You're interested in it? You're doing it to help somebody else? Third question is, well, how's it going? (laughs) Is it going well? Is it going badly? Is it early days? Is it something that you've mastered and you're just refining? How's it going is really important. Well, how's it going for me? I think it's going very well. (laughs) I get to make these podcasts for you. People seem to like it. You seem to like it. That's good. It could be going really badly. I could be putting them out and people say, these are terrible, Mike. Stop it. So how's it going? Fourth question is, is this something you can improve? Now, I would make the point, the answer is always yes. There's always something to improve. Part of growth and development is embracing the fact never going to reach perfection. That's not what we're trying to get. So what could I improve? Well, for me, I personally think I can still improve on marketing. Marketing is something, an area where I think, yeah, I've only got a few years experience. I can get better. I can get better. So for yourself, how's it going? But what could you improve? Just take a small thing, not a massive thing, something small. The final question is, 
how could you implement that improvement this week? Not in the future, because you won't do it. <laughs> Just this week. So for me, what can I implement? Well, I've actually changed, a, I've created a new strategy and I'm implementing it at the moment. That's my small improvement and I'm having a look how it goes each week. So what are you learning? Why? How's it going? What can you improve? And how can you put that small improvement into your life? Five question, really simple, really straightforward. The answers come from you, nobody else. But equally, you could see how you could use that if you were in a leadership position and you were using that as part of somebody's professional development or if they're stuck in an issue and you're trying to tease out them to think for themselves. Start with those questions. That's a good one. Second one is something similar because it's got five parts, but I want to get really analytical because if you're in business like me, you like data and stats and figures and progress, improvement and numbers, you know, a bit of a nerd, I'm a bit of a nerd. So another way to grow and develop is, as well as using self-reflection, is to be analytical about it, to really focus and analyze things. So I would suggest you can make a personal or professional action plan, a development plan, put it all onto a plan. So it's not just a bunch of random things that you're writing down or thinking about as you go throughout your life. There's a plan. And I learned these from when I was a teacher. We used to have professional development plans and you just have them written down. They're in landscape, not portraits, so they're wide on the page. And you would, you know, have these little um, targets and you would write how you thought you were getting on and then your superiors would write how they thought you were getting on. They would sign it and date it and have nice little coloured charts. It's cool. It taught me, yeah, if you just focus on a small amount of things consistently and track your progress, you're going to grow, you're going to develop almost by accident. So if you want to make one of those, just make it five by uh, however many you want. So if you want to improve five things, five by five, five headings, five goals, you know, make it easy, five by five. So first heading is what's your goal? What's the actual thing that you want? So for me, it might be, I don't know, massively successful business. So that's the goal. We write down the goal. That's an easy one. The second one is, well, what's the current situation like? So for me, the current situation, being in business five years, still growing. The current situation is very important to write down because if you're just going for the goal, you're not paying attention to where you're starting, you know? So what's the goal? But then where are you currently in relation to that goal? Third one is, what resources have you got to help you? So I'm very fortunate. A lot of the resources I've got are free, like, you know, can leverage the internet. (laughs) Um, So what's the goal? What's your current situation and what resources have you got available to you? People, situations, tools. The fourth is, what actions can you take and monitor your progress? So every time you take an action or you have an idea from action, put it in that box. And then when you've made some progress, write it down. Now, here's a caveat. Don't put progress on if you haven't made any. <laughs> if you're like me and you want to look like you're improving to yourself, just wait until something actually improves and put it down. And the fifth um, box is review. Get somebody else to re- review it with you or you re- review it yourself at a period of time, every month, every three months, 90 days. So you've got a goal. But then you're thinking, well, where am I in relation to this goal? What resources have I got at my disposal? What actions am I taking? How am I progressing? And then review it properly and see how it's going. Completely different way to think about growing and develop, if you don't like any of that, and maybe not in business, is to use a metaphor. Metaphors are great. I love metaphors. When you're saying something is something else, you don't mean it is, but using the image and what you know of it to help to make some connections. So I would suggest that growing and developing, it's like cultivating things. It's like having a garden, right? I used to have an allotment. If you don't have an allotment, you never had an allotment. It's basically like a mini garden and you just grow stuff to eat usually. It's hard work. It's a lot of work. 
because the growing and developing of all of the plants and all of the weeds is all of the time. And you don't realize till you get one and a few months into it, oh wow, this is a full-time job. And now I know why most of the people, they used to be retired because they had the time to spend on it. Anyway, if you think about growing and developing, you've got love in your heart and you've got to cultivate it like a garden. There's all sorts of lovely, good things inside your heart, good plants and rays of sunshine and nice things. And then there's weeds, aren't there? And then there's those things that grow that you don't want to. And even if you ignore them and try and get rid of them, they still keep growing. You've got to keep trimming them, pruning them, cutting them back, putting some chemicals on it. And think about the love in your heart. How are you cultivating that? Where do you go? What do you do? Because cultivation is a beautiful term because it means something is alive and has to be nourished and cared for and cultivated. It's not about buying something ready-made. It's not about a moment that comes and goes. You cultivate it. And the reason I wrote the book is I was cultivating this love in my heart for several years. And through that, everything else came. And just by cultivating the good stuff, things came from it. I didn't even plan. And if you have a garden, you'll know. You, you keep growing it, keep growing it, keep developing, keep working on it. And then one day something comes through and you think, oh, I've got a chili. <laughs> I've got a chili. Or I've got some tomatoes. They're hard to grow. Or I've got some raspberries or some rhubarb, you know? So use a metaphor. You might not want to use any self-reflection or development plans, but just say, how am I cultivating my growth and development? What am I doing? The fourth one is socially. We are a social species. Even if you're introverted and don't like to be around people a lot and you prefer your own space, growing and developing is always in relation to other people. If you... Listen to last time's episode, you know, Carlo Ravelli, when I talked about his book and he's talking about quantum theory. One of the main aspects of quantum theory and most science, to be honest, is that everything is relational. Everything happens in relation to something else. A chair is only a chair because somebody sits on it, right? Hot is only hot because it's not cold. Things are relational. We put them into boxes and yes, we have to have specialisms, but that specialism will still affect something else, right? We are relational relationships we have these little ships that we sail in together and we try and keep each other close and one of the you know the strongest forms of being close is love so socially how are you growing and developing who are you spending time with who are you investing your precious life with are they are they people that you want to be around are they people that you need to take a break from when they talk to you do you listen do you give them space? I'll tell you, this is an example that I, I give because I've worked on this. I've really worked on this for a few years. I realised that I interrupted people. And I interrupted people usually because I was enjoying what they were saying. I wanted to agree. I wanted to affirm them. I wanted to add my little bit. And I really make an effort now to not interrupt people. And when they're talking, I just sit on what I'm going to say. <laughs> And I listen, and if you what and what I found is if somebody's really talking and or if you're giving them a chance to grow and, and talk about an issue, whatever it is, a skill, they'll say their bit, there'll be a pause. And then just when you could have added your bit, they'll go again. And they'll go again. And and the things that they'll say on the third or the fourth or the fifth iteration, right? That third, fourth, fifth wave of what they're saying is where the really good stuff is. It's like if you have an employee and they have an issue. And they come to you or you go to them and say, how are you? Oh, yeah. They're not going to tell you straight away. You need to talk to them. You need to listen. There needs to be space. You know, you need to take an interest in them. When people are listening to me, I can tell. 
when they're not, I can tell. Because <laughs> I've done it now with quite a few thousands of people. And I really make an effort, the same, to really listen. Because if you are not listening to somebody, if I'm not listening to somebody, I am not helping them to grow. Because I'm basically saying to them, well, you're not even worth listening to. So why should you listen to what I say? Because I'm not even doing you that courtesy. Our social growth and development is one of the most powerful ones. The impact that we have on others, positively and negatively, the impact that your environment can have on you. And if you are in a difficult social environmental situation and you're still committed to being positive and loving and kind, my hat is off to you because it's hard, isn't it? It's really hard. So if you're doing that, I really commend you and thank you for what you're doing. The final way that you can grow and develop yourself, and this is one of my favourite topics, and to be honest, I could do about 10 episodes on this, is cognitively, your ability to think, your brain, the way you think. You ever think about that? You ever think about changing, growing and developing your capacity to think? Well, don't just take my word for it. Edward de Bono, a Maltese genius, man from Malta. Edward D. Bono, check him out, Google him, go to his website. He's got loads of free PDFs, he's got resources. One of the books which I'd recommend, it's called Five Day Course in Thinking. And he takes you through these bonkers little experiments involving beer bottles and knives and things. And it's all about teaching you different ways to think. The man was an absolute genius. He gave himself the title Professor of Thinking. And I love him and I love his character. But the point is, his mission was helping people to grow and develop cognitively, to grow and develop their ability to think. Why should you do that? Because if you can think in a different and better way, you can create a solution. You can come up with a better idea. You can help somebody or yourself in a way that nobody else can think of. You know that phrase, thinking laterally, where you think from side to side rather than top down? That was one of his big things. So make sure to check out Edward de Bono because one of the best ways I've found to grow and develop myself is cognitively, my ability to think and understand the world. Because once you can do that, you are open and able to articulate and understand so much more to help other people. So those are five ways that you can grow and develop yourself. So if you've never read the book, don't worry. <laughs> I haven't spoiled anything. But you can use self-reflection. You can analytically create a plan for yourself. You can use metaphors. You can socially, environmentally grow and develop yourself. And you can grow and develop yourself in the way that you think. And a little bonus for you, this personal one from me, write every day. Write every single day. On your phone, piece of paper, doesn't matter. The best thing, hands down, that I do to help to grow and develop myself is writing. Because writing, I can write about all those five different aspects. I can write analytically. I can write self-reflections. I can write metaphors. I can write about my social environment. I can write about my thinking. You capture it. If you don't want to write it, fine. Draw it. Say it. Speak it. Record a video of you. But do it regularly. You'll see patterns, you'll see gaps, you'll see continual progress. Honestly, it's one of the most beautiful things. You just pick that up and just run with it. Do it for a year, do it for this year. And you can look back over your year and see the growth and development of you, of other people. It is a beautiful thing. It really, really is. So that's just my little personal recommendation. So I hope you found today helpful in helping you to understand so chapter two about growth and development, why it's so important, and how as a loving leader, if you are growing and developing yourself and other people, you're helping them to fulfill their potential out of love for them. And again, potential like love doesn't really end, so just keep exploring it. And just take something from today, check out over de Bono, maybe pick the way out of the five that suits you best and try growing and develop yourself in that way. And even if you don't, just know that right now, 
just as you are, without growing or developing, just as you are. Somebody loves you very, very much. Okay? Take care and speak soon. Today's random positive fact, I love this one. It's all about love and love in unexpected places. So HSBC, the bank, conducted a study over 5,000 people and they found that 5,000 travelers on planes, one in 50 of those 5,000, one in 50 met their soulmate on a plane. Love in unexpected places. That's cool, isn't it?